This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. it. They take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. For fans, by fans. Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. Today on the show, with two weeks left of the baseball season, we are down to the final stretch where the Orioles have what it takes to hold on to a playoff spot. Plus, we will talk about the Baltimore Ravens' amazing comeback. And we will get real, real deep into a conversation about why O's fans seem to dislike the Orioles. All that and more on this edition of Section 336. Section 336. What's the news? Let's talk about Buck, a favorite Orioles. What's the latest lineup? Home runs and stolen bases. This is a trip. Stay tuned in at 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336. We are the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I am your endearingly setting host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by the Zany Burt Rode. What up, 336ers? And as always, I'm joined by the button lover, Josh Sroka. How long does the next generation last? What? Is it until, like, Scott and Jeremy are off the air? No, because you Then are we the generation? Well, no, this is like the, like, Dippin' Dots, the ice cream of the future. We, <laughs> we are the podcast forever. of the future we are the forever. Po- but the podcast of the future is much better tagline. Yeah. Star Trek The Next Generation was like nine seasons. Wait, when, do, when do we get our kiosks at like King's Dominion? But, but no, this is what we're cutting edge, Josh. Before you know it, uh, uh, Scott Garceau and Jeremy Conn will, will be on Facebook live feeds. Like we're just the always only, pushing the envelope, setting the, the, yeah. the new trends. The only, the only problem with that is Dippin' Dots is a crappy version of ice cream. 
So you can Fair. say it's the ice cream of the future, but it's the bad ice cream of the future. I don't know. I wouldn't mind this podcast having the success that Dippin' Dots has had. Huh? Yeah, I don't understand the success of Dippin' Dots. No one does. You don't does, wait. Do either of you like Dippin' when Dots? When it first sure. came out, when did Dippin' Dots first come out? Like, when we were kids, nineteen ninety, two thousand, maybe no, before like, that. Oh, early no, that. like nineteen ninety. When we were kids, you think? Yes. Yeah. Nineteen ninety. Yeah. Yeah, I bet it was ninety. Yeah, and it, you could only get it at, like amusement parks. Right. At amusement, at Six Flags. And the Six Flags, that was pretty cool then. It, it, well, yeah, you get out of the texture, wave pool, you go on over and get some dipping dogs. And it was different. It was wave cool. Pool. I went in a wave pool this summer for the first time in <laughs> probably 15 years. <laughs> yeah. It was, waves killer. It was very disappointing because I remember like coming close to drowning in wave pools as a child, like literally putting my life in danger. And I get in it now and it's like, this is so weak. Like I've, I've come close to drowning in the real ocean as a 30 year old man yeah. than in this rinky dink little wave nah, pool. wave pools are fun the little siren goes off to tell you the waves are coming yeah, again. I, and i was like i was with my I kids when i was, I was at the ocean them. it settled down for a while and then a siren went off and pushed <laughs> it and they got like the lifeguards every six feet yeah well hash i'm with bert hashtag real talk i've almost drowned in the open waters as well and so i don't know why anyone would want wanted to to even have that Just experience simulate it yeah, why? Why do you want to do that? That that that, that I, I want no part of that. All right, that's I don't mess with water and waves. Yeah, yeah. See, that's that's how I feel about those escape rooms. Why? Why do I need to lock myself in the room and try to get out? I've done that accidentally plenty of times. Oh, I've always wanted to do one of those rooms. That's like a game, right? Yeah, it's you like a game. Go like you gotta find I thought clues. we should do a three three six like escape I've, room. I've locked my stuff out bikes. of things all the time. I've lost my car in times. Bringing the bikes. Bringing the mics. Do a three three six escape. Special. All right, all right, that might be We fun. all go in the escape room. That might be <laughs> fun. Mics, and we got to get out. Right, because you do it as like a team or something, right? Yeah. yeah. That could be to, fun. To make it more exciting, put a bunch of Boston and Yankee fans in the room with us Ugh. and just see where it goes. Uh, uh, yeah, forget the mics. You got to bring cameras in into that. By the way, Dippin' Dots. In 1988, the Dippin' Dots founder, Kurt Jones, changed the way the world enjoys ice cream. When? 1988. Yeah. Shut up. Found in May of 88. Shut up. By wow. a microbiologist who pioneered the process oh, of stop. cryogenic it's encapsulation. Science. It's just like freezing people's heads. No. Cryogenic it's, encapsulation. It's just, yeah. They took the ice cream and rolled into tiny balls. There's no science here. They actually have guys. You ever seen them at Camden Yards? They're back there actually like <laughs> rolling, rolling them in little balls. One, <laughs> two. Is it, is it the same three. guys? Oh, hold on. I got to get about a thousand more. Right. Three. <laughs> this is the same guys that run like rub like the secret Delaware mud in all the baseballs. Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah like they rub down every ball with mud. There was an episode of Dirty mud? Jobs about that. Yeah, I think it's in Delaware, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's some se- it's some secret swamp. They won't tell you where in Delaware. Yeah, where they rub down it's all the baseballs. Delaware. Well, that's uh, top yeah. secret. Yeah, if you want to get some mud for your balls, that's where you go. Absolutely, <laughs> that's the only place to do it. All right, um, what what do we talk about at the top of the show? Do we have anything that we're um we're pushing here? Anything to yeah. uh we to still promote, got shirts. to promote? Yeah, we want to we want to promote Locked on Ravens. Okay. By, by uh, Russell Street Report. Which is a podcast, daily podcast, like twenty minutes a day. Daily, d- daily, man. D- done by different writers each day from uh, Russell Street Report. So I've been helping Ken out with uh, his days, where and what I, we I do with Ken is basically Ken does all the work and I just go along for the ride. But he breaks down <laughs> the defense and the offense. And go on to iTunes or Russell Street Report 
or they're hosted by Audio Boom. So you can go on over to Audio Boom and check out Locked On Ravens. And, and listen to Josh and see if he can uh, swim at the depth of Ken or if he drowns. Oh, no. no. In an no, embarrassingly no, no, miserable no. fashion. I feel like just it, the fact that Josh is co-hosting this show with Mr. Film Study it already makes him, by default, he's going to be more knowledgeable of the Ravens this year than true. Matt or I that's ever true. will. I, uh, Sunday, I went, we'll talk about the game later, but I sat down to the game and was like, all right, i got to pay more attention. i got to pay attention to the details and all because i got to be able to keep up with Ken. Did you actually like sit down with a spreadsheet and go play by play? Who's on the field in this no, play? No, no, no. What no, formation you, are they using? No, no. You want to know the secret? Ken sends me his notes. And I read his notes. Well, I and expect then I prep you, off of Ken's notes. And I haven't listened. Because he's way smarter than me. He is uh, in terms of football. And I haven't, or maybe in terms of just life, probably true, too. But And, and I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm going to start li- to listen to the Locked Down. What's and it called? Locked Up? Locked On Ravens. Mm, locked On Ravens. To- Tony, does, up. Uh, Tony does one or two uh, a week. And then some of the other writers over there at uh, Russell Street But Report. if you're going to have film study on, Josh, when I listen, I'm going to expect to hear at least one, if not two, jokes about him being locked in his basement watching film all day i want you to slip in those jokes right he's not getting any air not getting any sun he's locked in his basement all day with just film i mean that, you're, you might be his not, own, is it a joke when it's real you might be his only human contact for the entire week so you got to make that count all right so but Good. yeah, it's it's fun, and he's way super knowledgeable. Oh, if, if you and, and I'm sure if you listen yeah, to our show, you've heard right. Film Study or not. He's the best. Film Study, when it comes to the Ravens, the best. Yep. The and, best. And the other guys are doing cool different angles as well. Yeah. So it's it's a neat little show. All right, check it out, people. Hey, back to the Delaware mud thing real quick. Yeah. Because that's why I've been quiet the last few minutes. I've been researching <laughs> this. This is crazy. Mud that originates from the New Jersey side of the Delaware River. The mud is cleaned and screened before sale. Each year, the owner, Jim Bintliff visits the mud source and returns with 1,000 pounds of it to store over the winter and sells it the following baseball season. And he told an interviewer, selling mud. if anybody happens to catch me in the act of harvesting this mud, I come up with a story to give them a reason I'm putting the mud in a bucket. I've told people I've used it in my garden. I use it for my rose bushes. I use right. it for bee stings and poison it's ivy. secret mud. Any kind of story. Secret yeah. mud. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll send you the dirty jobs link. Where Mike Rowe goes and, and plays in the mud and rubs down the ball. Speaking of Mike Rowe, his parents are my parents' next door neighbors. Then why is Mike Rowe not on this podcast? I don't know. I gotta give me. I gotta meet him sometime. I, I could get his parents on the podcast, but I'm, they don't have any dirty jobs to talk about. Probably. I'm sure they're very interesting people. <laughs> yeah. I will. I will totally take Mike Rowe's parents on the podcast. Well, if I happen to bump into Mike Rowe next time visiting my parents, uh, I will ask him to come on the show. Visiting your parents. Don't you live with your parents? Well, this is their second home. Do we know? Is Mike Rowe an, an, an O's fan? Do, do we know who yeah. where his... He's, he's, is a, he a, he's a local guy? Baltimore guy. I know guy. he's a Baltimore guy, but does he like follow the team? I don't, I'm uh, sure That's he a good does. question. Whatever. Mike Rowe is now going to come on this podcast. While we're, while we're, dro- I heard. While we're dropping names and, and doing the introductory stuff, I did. I told him I'd give him a shout-out. I'm going to give a shout-out to my, my student and the newest 336-er, John, who's... Who said he'd be watching the, the, the live feed tonight? Hopefully he is. Uh, and this is dangerous, by the way, boys, because I got a student listening, so I got I to gotta keep it PG here. Keep it clean. And keep Mike, it clean. Micro keep is, it clean, please. an Orioles fan. Yeah, there's pictures of him at and, the and Orioles And here's game. a blog post of him talking about uh, the Orioles watching the game, and it's 2-3. to three. Go Orioles. All right. So, yep. All, All right. right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll try and stalk him for you guys. I'm on the case. Get on it. 
All right, can we get some, some, some sports talk? Because last time I checked, this is... That, unless you want to talk about your student. A sports podcast. No, I just gave him a shout-out. I'm done. We can move on. Oh, okay. You want you want some pump-up music? Yeah. Yeah, get us pumped up. You know, I, I complained about this like last month when the Orioles first started promoting it. But this isn't a good like pump up, get ready for the postseason song, That's a good is it? Song, I'm not. A, I don't like country music. I, I'm a fan of the song. I like it. it. It doesn't. It doesn't get me pumped up. But I like it. It's it's well written lyrically. There's a lot of little uh, Baltimore lingo's in it and Absolutely. stuff like that. Ain't the beer cold? Oh, right. oh, 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 oh's. Uh, there's a bunch of them. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. It's cute. It's I, I don't. Cute I don't hate it. It's not a pump up music, and it's not the thank you fans video either. Like, but the thank you fans video for this year—it's just as lame. It's super lame. It's lamer than that yeah, song. It, yeah, I'd rather that song be the thank I you video. Even, I forgot to look up what the thank you video song was, but they were both both this video. They're showing two videos now, and they're both lame. Like thank the fans. Videos. Terrible. No wonder the attendance is so low. <laughs> <laughs> the, the worst thing that Oro's PR ever did was a couple years ago make that awesome thank you video because now everybody expects every year an awesome well, they video. Well, they did it, what, two years, you would think, three years? You would think that Oro fans would rather the Orioles miss the playoffs but make an awesome, stupid video for everyone to watch. Why are you all obsessed with this stupid video? I have no idea. I don't care if Tommy Hunter lip syncs to a song or not. It makes no difference whatsoever. They set the bar high, yeah. and now they're letting us down. I don't care. I can't believe so many people do care about that. Who cares? I like my guys. Right, no video. Or, or but doesn't this song pump you up? Not the piano version, whatever you're playing. Yeah, I don't know where the <laughs> piano version came from. And then this was another year, right? Yeah, the We Won't Stop year. That was yeah. good. Why are you getting all the piano versions of these songs? No, this is the real version. <laughs> it just starts with the piano. I don't know why the other one's the piano version. Yeah, those, those were, those were, uh... I, I mean, I, I'm not opposed to the videos. I just don't, it doesn't, even the great videos I thought were cool, but it, it that's, I, I, I never went to the game just no. to see this, the, the, no. the video. But it just adds to my argument the past month about Orioles PR blowing it. Okay, I want to, you, do you want to start there as, as far as this discussion goes? I didn't plan on it. It was listed as my bad for, for, for when we get that three up, three down. By the way, Trey Mancini is about to make his major league debut at bat, uh, live on Tuesday night while we're recording this. He looks like he. How old is he? He looks like he's in his early forties. Nah, he's a young guy. I know, but he uh, looks older than his age. I think he's not. He's not like a young prospect. <laughs> I would guess he's my, like twenty-seven. My TV. But we got, can look it up. You guys got this TV over my shoulder. <laughs> the one I'm looking at, the coloring screwed up or something. Everyone's got like super orange faces. So if you, I'm on the video looking back and forth, it's because I was trying to see if he really is that tan. Yeah, you've got some kind of crazy they, Instagram yeah. filter on that television. Yeah, then they showed his I mom and she was real orange. Donald Trump filter right there. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's the uh, orange glasses. It's very so, fitting. What do you think Trey does in his first at bat? Uh, I'm going pop out. Ground out. Dong. <laughs> no one's choosing strikeout. Oh, he's younger than I thought, by the way. He's 24. Oh, there's the, oh, pop, there's out. the pop out. Josh won. Almost a dong. What a pop out! Mm, I don't know if almost is the right word. So, I was so, trying to help you out. All right. So what do you want? What, I don't, Reel I'm us curious. back in, Matt. Do you, you guys want to get into Ravens first and get that out of the way, or you want to get into this Orioles? Uh, why uh, Orioles fans hate the let's Orioles? Let's get into Dan Connolly. All Dan right. Connolly wrote an article. We tried to get him on, couldn't come on this week, 
but that doesn't that's not going to stop us no, from talking I about read, his, his article. I read your Twitter conversation with Dan. That was the most gracious turndown I've ever seen. What his rejection was very gracious of our show. Oh, oh well, nice. yeah, we've we've talked a few times about uh, getting him on the podcast. He's never been on the show. No, we haven't had him on. We've had lots of conversations with him about yeah. getting on, and we just haven't worked it out. Yeah. So I saw this article and I said, well, that's a great chance for us to get him. But he's, then, he's got some uh, family stuff tonight. Yeah, and I want to get into this article because I think this is I've been I've been thinking about this a lot. So Josh, essentially, what was this article about? Uh, well, the headline I got to go. Oh yeah, off. oh yeah. You don't even need to say what the article is about. The headline, right? Let's just go with the headline, just give me the headline and we'll just go from there. We'll take it from there. But definitely, we can imagine go, what go on write. over to BaltimoreBaseball.com, which is Dan Connolly's site, and you can read his tap-in question. Seriously, why do O's fans dislike these Orioles, these O's, so much? Which is a great headline. Yep, <laughs> and it's a good question. Yep. So, uh, and it's not really a misleading headline. It gets pretty no. The article no, it's, is, it's good. Yeah, it's and and it, and it gets about to, that. and it's partially about attendance, but not really. It's more about this attitude of, of we uh we just all year, people expect these Orioles to fail. Well, you know, so what do you think it is? You think I was trying to think of different re- options. Why is it because in January we were picked for last place, so then everyone checked out. Well, 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 well. Let let's back. Let, let's just back it up a little second for a minute. What? First of all, is it? I think it, it's fair to say, is it even true? I, I'm not convinced it's true that well, Oriole fans don't. And, and well, the word the don't key, like is too strong. The key is Oriole fans. What, what's been different in previous years is a lot of bandwagon fans came back in those, in those years. And we got a lot of bandwagon fans jumping on, and season tickets went through the roof, and there was excitement. Have those, the, of course, true Oriole fans. Still like the Orioles. Yeah, let's start here with it, Josh. Though. Let's go ahead, here. wherever you want. I want to start here. Your, um, your personal experience this year as an Oriole fan compared to years prior. So, Josh, has your experience, and I'm going to ask Bert too, has your experience this year of watching the O's and cheering for the O's, do you feel like it's been different than, um, I don't know, I always think of the, the pinnacle year is kind of 2012, right? The Right. Maybe 2013. You mean, maybe you mean either 2012 14. or 2014. I would say 14. Okay, yeah. 14, kind of the height. Um, how does your year this year, your fandom this year, feel as opposed to those kind of prior good years? My, my fandom, I think, gets bigger each year because, I mean, I like that, the, that, that everyone uh, counted them out. I like that the expectations were low. I like that they're winning games. And I like seeing Kevin Galsman and Dylan Bundy make, make the next steps. So I don't, I don't really see that it's a. I think I went to more games this year already than last year. I mean, what Bert and I were checking yesterday, and it was like eighteen to nineteen games we've been to this year. Yesterday yeah. was Monday night was my seventeenth game this year. Yeah. Yeah, it's. it's it, I mean, we've been going to a bunch of games, so I don't think it's changed my fandom. So, you, so your fandom is at, at at its height right now. You're, sure. Okay. Sure. I mean, for me, this year has been a constant uh, feeling of thank God there's an, another game tomorrow. Because uh, it's just been up and down, up and down, especially since the All-Star break. First half of the season, you're riding super high because we're in first place the entire first half of the season. Uh, as, as many as five to six games a, a lead in first place. And then ever since then, it's come downhill uh, where we're still you know, in the wild card hunt. We're still in the division hunt going into Tuesday night at least by four games. But right. um, there's been so many frustrating losses that I go to home and I, I or I'm watching on television and I'm throwing my hat on the ground or kicking the floor and being like I hate this team. 
Right. And then the next day I'm like, oh, I love this team. But isn't, <laughs> but isn't how you were last year too? Yeah, exa- yeah except I mean, that, uh, except by this time last year, we knew they weren't going in. Right. They, but, that they were lucky to make it to 500 right. at the end of but, last year. But, but right. two years ago, it was the same thing. It no, was, two years ago, no, no, we, locked it up early. we were already locked up the American League East. And, right. and, and two fair. years ago was the biggest high because because we locked it up so early and we swept the, the, the Tigers in that ALDS. Yeah. And I remember... Being at game one of the ALCS against the Royals before the game, hanging out with you guys, meeting up with a bunch of other Orioles podcasts and bloggers, friends that we've made since we started right. Section 336, and looking at each other in the face going, we're, we're going to the World Series. Like, this isn't even going to be a, right. a challenge. Right. And then that series went down the crapper pretty quickly. But but that was the biggest high right there, uh, you know, from early September through till that Royal series. And even in the Royal series, like we still always felt kind of like we were the best, better team. They just kept on getting those dinks. Yeah. Right. And, uh, so why every every boss want to place? So why this year do we feel like we're going to blow it? Well, I have, cause they blow it all the time. They're, they're, they're they're hanging on by two to three games for even a wild card with a lot of games, four against the, uh, going, going into our third game, three games left against the Red Sox, right. three more against the Blue Jays, three more against the Yankees. And, uh, you know, forgive me, but I, I don't think we're not going to sweep the Diamondbacks. And there's, and there's, and there's some truth there. And I got a list of things I want to go through that I think are all factors. But there are some things as, as far as the team goes in that if you look at the pitching rotation, if you look at someone like, Gallardo and Miley, we have starting Jimenez, who you can't count on. Gossman, who knew that oh, Gossman wait, wait, would wait, be wait. good? You're saying Jimenez you can't count on? No, you can't count La- on Jimenez. Last week we all said we now trust Jimenez. No, I, I don't know if I said that. I said the, the episode was called Trust Factor yeah. with a big picture of Jimenez. Yeah, well, you were the big trust factor. And we on said Jimenez. the trust factor was th- th- still low. That's he what could, the, he right. could blow it any day now, but, and he'll be back to the old Abaldo. So we have three of our starting pitchers who we, we really don't trust at all. Kevin Gossman, before this past month, we really couldn't trust him. Yeah. Chris Tillman was, has been hurt. So I'm just saying this team has never had really good started pitching. It's taken a miraculous performance by Ubal Jimenez mm-hmm. and Kevin Gossman being amazing yeah. to even put us in this position. So it's almost, we're almost surprised that we're in this position because no one expects Kevin Gossman to be this awesome. No one expected Ubal Jimenez to be this awesome. So it's almost like we're... We shouldn't really be here, and we kind of know it. Type yeah. aspect. It's very hesitant, cautiously optimistic. As uh, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, Josh said, "Who are we going to have pitch in a uh, one-game playoff wild card game?" I'd said right there at the time, Dylan Bundy. But now, I mean, there's no way I want Dylan Bundy pitching that game. Yeah. Josh said Kevin Gosman, which right now looks like the best choice. Um, I think Chris Tillman is still a good Tillman's choice. a good choice. Yeah. Uh, which I think I heard somebody say on the radio that if it you know, if it's everything stays lined up the way it is now, if we play in the wild card, it's supposed to be scheduled to be Tillman's start. Okay. I don't know. Which would not be a terrible. No, I would. I would gladly take that over anybody over between him and Galsman would be my only two at this point. So the Dan Connolly article, I read a lot of the comments. Most of the comments came back to this and this kind of dovetail on the conversation we're just having is that a lot of people don't like the style of play for the Orioles. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? The, the long of, ball, the all or nothing with sure. the home run, the, um, the the a lot of strikeouts, mm-hmm. the lack of small ball, is that a part of why we don't like this team? You think? No, I. I mean, <laughs> it's weird to use that phrase. Why we don't like the team? Because obviously we like the team. But why? But the, what, the biggest, are not as maybe enthusiastic as we would hope they would be. The biggest point of frustration is they can get a leadoff double 
and move him over and then get a uh, move over to second base, whatever. Runners on second and third with nobody out. I'm not convinced they're going to score. No, we've seen it happen time and time again where they no strike way. out, strike out, pop yep. up or something. Yeah, Because the first guy will ground out or, or pop out or strike out, pop out in foul ground or something stupid. Um, I, I think – I think the 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 problem and the reason you're saying O's fans uh, dislike the team or why you're questioning if they like the team is Jason Lockenfor. <laughs> and it's not his you're fault. You're giving him too much credit. But he is an example. The problem is Twitter. The okay, problem is social and, media. And that was one of my reasons. The is problem this just is just a Twitter effect. The problem is with Twitter, you react to every hit. As, as uh, Bradley Jr. hits a home run, everyone's... Now on Twitter, probably posting, this team sucks. Told you we're not going to make it. Right. We're going to be in last place by Friday. That's the loudest we've heard Camden Yards all week. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And and uh, if in two innings, the Orioles take the lead again, I knew it the whole time, <laughs> even though my feed didn't say it. So it's part of this reaction of immediate reaction and uh, not sitting back and looking at the fact that we already have more wins than last year. Yep. That, that we said we wanted – September meaningful baseball and we got it. Yeah. Yep. Yes, we all won a World Series, but is, is this really a team that it's World Series or nothing? Do we really want to be a, a a fan base that's not happy with anything but the World Series? I uh, I don't think we deserve to be that way yet. And we haven't been to a World Series in thirty three years. Right. Yeah, and we're yeah. That's that's the goal. That's why you play the right. game. The goal yeah. is the World Series. Yeah. Well, we 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 asked we asked for meaningful baseball in September for fourteen losing seasons. Now we have it, and and it's now not good, not I'm good bored, enough. I'm bored with it already now. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that is that's a lot of what's going on. I, well, I want a freaking World Series, Josh. Forgive me. I know. So, uh, get, getting back to I'm trying to stay a little bit focused here, um, and just to to make one quick note about the attendance in 2014, and let's use that year. I want to make a couple. 2014 comparisons. Okay. First of all, with the attendance that year, the average attendance was 30,000. Wow. So 30,000 a game. Okay. This year, uh, in 2016, the average attendance is 26,600. So right. it's a drop, but it's not. That's fair. That's pretty generous considering the crowds recently. Yeah, and 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 when you, what amazes me is that there are people who are saying, "I'm not. I can't go to Baltimore because of the riots." So, so if you if you take into stuff like that into account, that that's not too bad. Yeah, uh, and I think there is a general. I got to look at the stats, but there might be a little bit of the attendance being down everywhere a little bit because of TV, TV and uh, yeah. stuff. Oh, Ma- certainly, massive numbers are up. We can't. We got to always bring that up. The massive numbers are up, um, especially compared to. I think I was looking last year. We were uh, the fifth highest as far as not households who watch games, but as far as our rating. Or like the percentage of people watching right. um, Orioles games. How about the another possible reason is could it be that the roster the roster in 2014 was fun? You have you had um, uh, David Lowe. Yeah, that, <laughs> that really? Was, wait, that was fun. That's the first name you brought up on the home roster. If, if you're putting David Lowe out there, Kim is just as fun as David right, Lowe. I apologize. I should have started with you had Nelson Cruz. There you go. And we're going to get to this year, All Josh. Right. Just hold on. Except Trumbo's balances okay, out Cruz. We're going to get there, Fine, Josh. Go. Uh, we had Nick Marcakis. Uh, we also had, um, at that point, I mean, Kevin Gossman first kind of stepping into his own. Um,. I mean, Steve Clevenger was a big deal. I You're like leaving year. out numero uno. Big Bad Bud Norris was on that team. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big Bad Bud Norris. In his best career season. Tommy Hunter was a lot of fun that year. Uh, we had Darren O'Day, of course, had a great year. 
it, it was it was a fun. Chris Tillman had an amazing year. Yeah. Uh, it was it was a fun team to watch. It was it was a fun team this year. Uh, I was thinking about this when I was at the game with Bert on what was that on Saturday, Friday night. Friday, Friday night. night, yeah, yeah, with the amazing ending. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Emily and I had a friend from from out of town who came. This first experience at Camden Yards. She loved Camden Yards. She loved it. Great game to go through. It. It ended on the on the relay throw. The guy was thrown out at home. Yeah, that was awesome. amazing game. That was basically how 2014 was. Yeah, it was a bunch of close games and uh, big wins at the end. Yeah, and I was thinking at that point how likable this team is. And Josh, you mentioned. I mean, Hyunsu Kim. How fun is he? Yeah. He had, he had a nice catch where he right. ran to the wall yesterday. Very, oh. He that is a lot of fun. That reminds my bad. I got to change my bad. We'll get to it. Okay. Uh, and then you have Zach Britton, who's putting on a career year. You have Manny Machado, who's one of the best players in baseball. Yep. You have Mark Trumbull, who all he does is hit home runs. You have what? Like three guys between um, Machado and, and, and Davis and Trumbull are going to hit like Right now, I have like 120 home runs or something. Or Scope, gonna, Scope stepped up. He's got runs. 26 home runs. Yeah, and you have we're seeing for the first time ever, uh, Kevin Gossman and Dylan Bundy both start. Like this is like there's just so many things about this team to love. JJ Hardy is come hasn't having a bounce back back year. There's just so many things about this team to love. Uh, so I can't. Uh, you compare it to the roster 2014. I think this roster is a more kind of likable and lovable roster than. 2014. We just got my new flair, favorite player, Michael Bourne. Yeah, Michael Bourne's fun <laughs> to watch. You, you jumped on that fast. I or last last week, and I I believe is when you were started to say, "My guy, Michael Bourne." Yeah, yeah. You're, you're claiming him immediately. <laughs> well, he had that throw that was uh, Friday night, right? Yeah, he man. picked it up in left field, yep. hit the cutoff. Started man. that, yeah, hit yeah. Manny. Uh, okay, I got some more, a couple of other out of the box ideas of maybe why the Orioles fans aren't overly enthused about the Orioles right now, or why they're kind of cranky. Okay, out of the box. A little bit out of the box. Okay. I got some that are a little bit out of the box, and I got a couple that are way out of the box. Okay. These are just a little bit out out of the box. Could it be that fans are just really turned off that our best player is a bit of a jerk? Manny Machado? Yeah. Yeah, that's a turn off for me. Yeah. Last Monday night when a guy hit the back, like, give me a break. All right, Monday night, I kind of wanted Manny to get punched. (laughs) Why, Why all of a sudden do we have Jose Batista? Yeah. On our team. Yeah. Hold up. Hold up. He's I, a hothead. He's a hothead. Josh, I love I love you guys Manny. Are dumb. The, I love Manny the baseball player. I I still wear the Manny jersey. I don't here's what I don't like about Manny. His his lack of effort running to first base and 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 this this talking back when there's no way the guy hit him on purpose. And that doesn't matter. And this is why and this is what's wrong with O's fans. This is what's wrong with you, Josh, and What's Bert wrong with and me? Fans. Because I bought a Manny Machado jersey. I'll wear it on Saturday to the game. I'll be buried in it. The problem is you guys don't know what to be mad about. You guys are mad. You're right. About him, about a guy throwing 95 miles per hour at while you're sitting at home on your comfortable couches. No. You're upset that Manny got mad because he got plunked by 95 miles per hour when he has no defense up there. No, I had that. You're allowed to be mad about it. I had that conversation at the game yesterday that it's not fair that the pitchers get to throw at batters and the batters can't retaliate. And what? That because that pitcher never has to step into that, uh, into that batter's box and never have to face that. And that does affect Manny then the next at bat. If he pitches inside, Manny's a little uh, a little concerned. Yes, I get that. But there's no reason that you need the umpire to walk you to first base because if not, you're going to charge after the pitcher. That's not how baseball is played. That's not how you become 
a good example and role model and the face of a franchise. Well, A, that's not what that's happened. That's how a Yankee plays. That's not what happened. B. That is exactly what happened. That's not what happens. I'll tell you what happens in a, what, what what did I miss? a second. I'll, I'll tell you what you missed in a minute. What did I miss? But B, I went on I went on Twitter after it happened and I saw the comments saying um like one of the comments was Ortiz like used to be the the douchiest player uh, on the field. <laughs> and and there was other comments about what a jerk and I follow all O's fans and I just I don't follow very many O's fans cuz I only follow really good O's fans and they were all calling him a jerk, a douche for all this right. nasty stuff. And I thought I missed something. I had to go back and watch the tape. Did he charge the mount and I missed it? All he did was stare at the pitcher. You straight mugging him. And slowly walk down to first base. And he said something. He never attempted to charge. He may have said something. He said something. He may have. I don't know if he said something or not. But he never attempted to charge the mount. He just was letting you know, hey, that's not cool. Maybe trying to fire up the Oriole Clubhouse or something. I think it was a team thing. That didn't work. he (laughs) He took it as he was being thrown at on purpose. No, he didn't. Why else would the pitcher respond with, why am I going to hit you with Trumbo on deck? Well, because he's mugging him, staring him down because you just threw a fastball at him. I, I, I don't think it's a big deal. But my, my point is, and whatever. I'd like to see if the Orioles do some retaliation. Though. If that if that bothers you, whatever. I don't even care that much. But the, the thing that gets me more is, Oriole fans are more bothered by that than they are in what, like the first inning when he didn't hustle down, or third no, that, inning maybe, when he didn't hustle down the first base and he what, could have been safe. That's where it frustrates but he was out. me. In a game where you're playing the division leader in, in the in the middle of September, that pisses me off when yes. you don't hustle down the first. Yes, I don't care about staring down when you get hit. I would be pissed off if someone threw a 95-mile-per-hour fastball at me, and I'll stare you down. You won't be scared because I'm not very scary, but I'll still stare you down. I won't be. I'll be in the, on the ground in pain. Curled over. Yeah, it's probably true. <laughs> but I'm I'm more concerned. That, that's yes, what ticks me that's off. What, that's what upsets me about hustle. Machado is is the the lack of hustle and yeah. the the home run or bust. Well, because we get a lot of enjoyment when we rib uh, David Ortiz for situations like that. Like half the fun is when he doesn't run out of play that he could have been safe if he'd have been running, and instead he's walking it's off hilarious. the field because we all get a huge laugh and a ha ha pat each other on the back. But then when our own guy does that, it's embarrassing. It's douchey. The so this is we're, go, we're th- <laughs> I'm not right, trying to avoid guys, that being the show title tonight. <laughs> no, the, the show we title. The show that. title is that. Delaware Mud. There you go. Uh, it's already already reserved. So again, we're still having this conversation about maybe why Oral fans aren't are a little more out of the box, a little more irritated, and I'm getting further and further outside the box. <laughs> okay, good. Could it be that Oriole fans and baseball fans in general, but specifically, specifically Oriole fans, are tired of baseball players making so much money? And they're just saying, I've had enough with these enormous salaries. I've had enough with this stuff. I'm not paying all this money to watch Chris Davis strike out while he makes $150 million. Could, uh, some of that? I mean, isn't there, there has to be a tipping point at some point. I don't know. I, there's not been a single time this season where I've thought about how much money they're making in really? regards to how they're playing on the field. Not that I can think of. I mean, and Davis would be the biggest when culprit. When Davis strikes out, you, you don't think, oh, there goes a uh, million dollars strike No, because it's not my money. But I think there is there part of that is there is a segment of uh, Oriole fans that don't understand that Davis is being paid for the long ball, and that when you when you look at what Davis has done this year, he has kind of uh, done what he needs to do for for that price tag. He has been worth the money. He hasn't excelled, and I think there's there's a segment of Oriole fans who say, "Oh, we paid him all this money. He needs to lead the league in home runs every year." Well, if you're mad at him this year for not 
living up to it. Just wait for three and four years. From well, now. and that's what I'm saying. He is he is living up to it this year. Well, yeah, as he he we, he should be more living up to it to make up for the right. five five years from now. Right, but this is what we need to expect from him every year with with glimpses of of power and uh, and I think the 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 frustrating thing with Davis has been the uh, big opportunities and big chances in games where we really just need one run and he, he he's not delivering and he's striking out a bunch and we knew that when we signed him so i'm not saying he's not he he i am definitely saying he was worth the money i want him on my team and he is living up to that contract but i think that's do you think, hard but do you think there's for a the segment fan to understand. of an Oro, of the world's population which are which are upset yes. At, yes, yeah. because well, because they think he's not living up to it because he's striking out. He's not perfect. He's not batting three hundred and hitting exactly. 60 home runs. Right, he's not Mike Trout. Can I, I? I got one. Uh, I don't know if this is so much out of the box, but uh, what about the window closing scenario where we don't have a bunch of yep. young talent coming up through the uh, through right. the farm system Where, who the are going to continue to replenish the team and continue to make it better? Uh, I got on the list. Yeah, right now. Might be as good as we're going to be for the next few years, Call and that. we're and we're not taking advantage of it. And, I, and and a little bit of a trust factor, right? Like you don't want to get invested in a team that's about to fall off a ledge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm. It's then, oh, that's I, not I thought, for me. It's not for me. I'm okay. invested in the team regardless. Right. But that could be some person's excuse. Sure. But the the window right now, I think, looks pretty good. The way Dylan Bundy's pitching, well, yeah. Gosman. I cannot wait for but next the, year with Gosman Bundy. And Tillman, that's a good top That's awesome. Three. That's going to be a lot of fun. This team we have right now is probably going to be the same exact team next year minus Matt Wieters. And Trumbo. And Trumbo. Yep, I think, you're I, right. I think Trumbo comes back. Right now. Just if you putting could, that out there right now. If you could take one guy right now, Trumbo or Wieters, for next year, which guy would you want? Wieters. Trumbo. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, debate time. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm saying Wieters because I look who's behind him, and I don't see a reliable uh, starting catcher. Well, well, chance this goes on the way. Not yet. Not next year. Oh, next year he'll be up here next. You year. don't think next year? We you, were, we Matt and I were talking about this Friday night. I, there's you, no you, doubt. You think he is the starting catcher next year? By June, yes. Then who's going to do it before June? Caleb Joseph, unfortunately. And that and that is assuming that chance has a good uh, spring in AAA. In order to be ready in June, or they pick up some veteran guy like a Sultan Lamaki or something to uh, just you know fill the spot until the guy's ready. Somebody, the Orioles won't some be the vet. only team with a crappy catcher. Every team has crappy catchers. Yeah. I guess. I guess. All right. I don't uh, know. Trumbo's having a, a well, career year. Well, I don't know if you can expect that every year. No, you can't. We'll have plenty of time to delve into that in the offseason, though. And we, I'm sure we I'm will getting, plenty. I want to leave the the realm of the of the baseball field and get into stuff going on outside of the baseball field. Okay, to continue this discussion, could it be? Oh, um, same question. Why do the Oriole fans hate the Orioles? Yes, we're getting in, and we're just this All conversation right. is just starting right. further outside. Let's the go box. off the field. Yeah. Um, could it be that there is just right now in American society an awful lot going on? You have <laughs> the Black Lives Movement. Uh, you have the presidential election, which is riveting, and there's just so much stuff going on. You have uh, the refugees and terrorism, and mm. we saw, you know, what three terrorist attacks this weekend. Could it be that there's just so much going on to dis- that we don't have as much time for baseball right now? Is sure. that at all possible? I think that's a little bit. Uh, sure, that's a little bit of what's going on. It's always as as technology gets better and as the TV broadcast gets better. And there's a lot going on in my life. I can dedicate 
three hours watching the game on TV while I'm doing something else at home or listening on the radio, or I can spend an hour each way driving to the game, uh, get there early, get to my seat, sit around. I mean, it's a, it's it's twice as long if I want to go to the game. Well, and it's different for guys like you and me because this we live and breathe this stuff. Right. I drive an hour to your house every week yeah. to talk about them for right. an hour no. and a half. No, and that's not using me as an example, but for the average fan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, a couple weeks ago, I took my brother and my friend Mike to the game uh, with Matt, and I think that might have been uh, the first game Mike had been to all year, and but, my brother maybe been to two games all year. But that's not... You know, they're, they're casual fans. They're but, not like us. But see, you're screwing up the question. That's not about hating the Orioles. That's about going to games. So you're now giving me an attendance excuse rather than a why we hate the Orioles. Me? Okay, but... Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm talking about why people aren't as maybe as into this team. Um, sure. Well, and, and but same thing for us. If we're not at the game, we're watching every game on right, TV or watching right. pitch by pitch on our yeah. phone or listening to it on the radio. Uh, for, the majority of people maybe watch or listen to or go or that one game a week, maybe. And, and this team is not a headline-grabbing team. You talk about the 2014 Orioles or the 2012 Orioles. They were surprising people. They were in huge games. Coming, They were setting the record for one-run games. They were on SportsCenter all the time. The Orioles aren't a sports center team. Sports center is crapping the bed and going away, but the Orioles aren't that type of team to get national attention this year. Because you got amazing things by the Cubs. The Cubs are playing excellent. Yeah, well, they would be if they had already won the American League East a week ago and right. were, had a 10-game lead in the division. They would be. Yeah, then, but the, then this is a party. They're just a wild card team right now, at best. Right. right. And, uh, you but, know. The, the, the best they can hope for is to get in the wild card and get hot and maybe make a run. But in January, we were picked to win like 60 games and show up in last place. Yeah, but that was that was nine months ago. Right, but but are you saying that the Orioles did something to make you suddenly think that they're the best team in the World Series and should have had this locked up by now? Why would that change your attitude? It's it's Because of the way they played the first half of the season. It's really hard. They dominated the first half of the season. They did. They did, and they've definitely uh, taken a step back. It is hard for us to judge the average fan and us to uh, think like the average fan. I I don't know. I think we are the average fan, but I, I, we have a couple of comments from the chat room. Um, you mean besides uh, Facebook dropping out? Oh, did that happen? Yeah, a few times. Uh, I really haven't had it up, but I just put it up, and, and my, man, my, my man John and, and Jacob are going at it in the chat room. Um, John, John said the reason people aren't showing up for the O's games is because there's football on now. That's, um, that's other, two days. Okay, I'm just reading the chat room. I'm just reading the chat room, all right? <laughs> I, I'm, don't, don't, we don't need don't to get kill the messenger. Them, all right? I'm just getting rid of the chat room. And there's a comment about the window still open. Scope is young. Machado's young. Um, and Joey Rickard. And <laughs> Joey Rickard. <laughs> he said, I, mean, I think Machado, was, Scope, and Rickard in the <laughs> same sentence well, together. Well, Johnson and the GOAT, Joey Rickard, which I think is, uh, all right. is, is accurate. Um and so, yeah, I think the the window is open. Yeah. So my next, I'm, stay focused here, people. All right. Hey, what what do you think about this Duke Pierce to being done for the year? Is that Jonah Heim trade now officially a bust? Oh yeah, it's a bust. What a waste! What a waste of Jonah Heim. Yep. Uh, I hope I I, <laughs> I can only hope that it does good for Jonah Heim and he gets to the bigs faster. Yeah. The Orioles blew that. All right. I'll I'll, I'll end with this, and these these are the last three reasons I think it's. Uh, Oh, we're still talking about this? Because you guys have the attention span of like a five-year-old. I can't even keep you on track. (laughs) You want to talk more about Dippin' Dots? 
you guys are worse than my students. I can't keep you on track for an intelligent conversation. You guys are always jumping around everywhere. Yeah, Steve Pierce is a thing. You guys, we were here in the conversation, and you took us right back to where it started somehow. If Steve Whatever, Pierce I'm just started wrap the this season up. with the Orioles, would that have helped keep the Orioles fans? No. Uh, who who likes Steve Pierce that much? Give me a break. So I'll end with, with these three things, three reasons people are mad at the Orioles still for. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Um, Number one. Actually, two of them are why oh, they're got, mad at the Orioles. Is this a countdown? And one is why no one's coming to the game. Okay. Reason number one, people are still mad about Nick Markakis. Huh? <laughs> okay. No one talks about that enough. Number two, this is why people aren't coming to the games. People are staying at home to listen to Mike Bordick. Doesn't get enough love. People would rather listen to Mike Bordick hey, than go to the game. Ben McDonald on, on uh, the radio. Great job. Ben McDonald stay home for that. would seriously be a reason to stay home, not Mike Bordick. Reason number three, people are still mad about the Adam Jones San Diego comments. Huh? <laughs> huh? Two years ago? <laughs> two years ago. <laughs> BWI. BWI is the best part about Baltimore. Maybe people are still upset about that. And there aren't, there aren't Maryland crab cakes. All right. And I, we didn't get into it, but I wanted to get into the economy as well. But we can save it for another time. How about and also societal shifts going on in humanity in shorter attention spans. But we can save that for another Another time. How about, how about I'm dealing fact, with five-year-olds. How about the fact that in 2012, 2014, we liked the team because we were cheering for a bunch of losers. And now they're winners. And now they're, we just expect too much. We expect them to win. When, when instead, we were used to having Brian Roberts forever and uh, not get anywhere. And we were used to Nick Markakis never winning anything. And now we got winners. Yeah, and they're, it's not good enough for me anymore. Give me that World Series. Give That's me that ring. Saying. Give me that ring. World Series. Or I didn't. Bust. I certainly didn't go to 17 games a season from uh, 98 to 2011. Hey, if Manny Machado somehow leaves Baltimore in three years because his contract runs out and we don't pay him 500 million dollars, yeah. If Manny Machado leaves and we don't have a ring, mm, I'm pissed. Yeah, we got that window of three years. I'm all about the window. We got three years to get that ring. All about the window, man. Otherwise, we'll go to some team that can get him a ring. Yep. True that. He wouldn't be the first one either. <laughs> he wouldn't be the first one. In the past 33 years. Somebody should go back to since uh, 1983. How many former Orioles have won rings with other teams? Can I give you one? Yeah. Joey Harrison. Jerry Harrison. Jerry Harrison Jr.? Jerry Harrison Jr. I think he got one with the Diamondbacks maybe. But Jerry Harrison Jr. left the Orioles, got a ring. I'll tell you one who hasn't. Mike Messina. <laughs> That's a good. That one always feels a little good though. So where do you want to or go? Or there could be like Kevin Millar who left the team after getting a ring to come to the Orioles for some reason. <laughs> well, he got his ring. Hey, I, I like Millar. I like his show on uh, on MLB Network. You ever watch that show? Does he still have that show? I watched it a couple years ago. Yeah. I don't get cool channels like that. I thought you just got cable. Do I get the MLB Network? I don't know. I don't know either. I tried to watch the... Red Zone on Sunday. I don't get that channel. Oh, you got pay I, for it. I, I get. The, I don't. It's part of my package. Oh, he's all well, part jo- of his package. Josh has a nicer package than I do. <laughs> all right, let's get to some Ravens talk, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Why? I still have you guys' attention. What? I know. We're gonna talk about Ravens for two minutes, and Josh got to somehow bring it back to Nick Markakis. And... <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> what a. That game was insane. What a disastrous start. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was it was it, everything that could go wrong did go wrong. 
that was i mean it's the browns it's the kind of get your popcorn and you just you're not gonna be stressed out just kind of enjoy the show and it's their second string the browns are the browns yeah i mean that i would have rather i've been more comfortable with rg3 McCown makes me a little bit nervous. Oh, yeah. McCown owns us, or yeah. at least owned us for he a put quarter. Us, yeah, and, and last year he beat us, mm-hmm. putting up like 450 yards. till we you know broke his neck or whatever we did, popped his shoulder out of socket. There's a collarbone involved there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this was a game in Cleveland. My wife actually had a chance to go. She was going to go with the uh, Be More Around Town road trip. Plans fell through, but watching that first quarter, I was sitting next to her going, aren't you glad you didn't go to this game? Like That would have been terrible. Yeah. Turned out to be okay, but... Uh, that was an atrocious first quarter, uh, but you know I'm not the first person to say that that's so Browns. It's the Browns being the Browns, and uh, if we hadn't destroyed Josh McCown, the way the defense just pummeled him into the ground over every and over and over play, again. Every play was getting he got If he just stayed on his feet, he would have beaten us. But I it's, feel it's, like. it's amazing that he stayed in every snap. Yeah, yeah. Cre- got, give him credit. He got hit hard. Oh, no doubt. He got obliterated. Uh, I mean, a stupid... Isaiah Crowell, 85-yard touchdown run in yeah. the first. Like, give me a break. Are you serious? Yeah. Blown coverage or something. Yeah, I'm sure a uh, film study would have been all over that. Oh, I'm sure he broke that down. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, at the end of the day, like, it was – and even the comeback. The comeback was nice. The the intersection by Weddle at the end of the, end of the first half was huge. 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 <laughs> but but even, even, I mean, for the, the stress to end – to McCown was driving for a touchdown in the final minute. Oh yeah, we didn't even get on that you know, uh, we, taunting penalty. Right, the the taunting penalty. That was a joke. Uh, but McCown was going to throw a touchdown if CJ Mosley got the interception. But we were about to lose that game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was also uh, there was also a touchdown catch by the Browns when the guy's foot was right, on the right. White. Yeah, which is amazing. That I feel like we say this in baseball all the time. But it's amazing that football, which has had the review process for years, where there's technology. That they can tell this stuff, but the fact that Twitter has better cameras than what the replay officials have is yeah. out, is ridiculous. Yeah, that's. I'm sure it'll be changed immediately after this play because that has to. I mean, has I, never happened before that it's been this situation. But that there's I'm not, sure it has. Because so, what's the deal? I'm not, I don't even know. There's there's a Twitter has a camera right on the end zone but it's not twi- it's not a it twitter was, camera. it was probably some <laughs> photographer it was a photographer some ap photographer sitting yeah. on the ground you know how oh, they're yeah. all sitting around the end zone there but how did twitter the guy probably the tweeted ca- a picture of because it. <laughs> because that's the world we live in now you take a picture it goes online okay. immediately the chill, photographer guys, probably has his own twitter handle matt yeah. at at end zone photographer right. ap oh i thought twitter himself went down there <laughs> Yeah, the little the bird. Picture. You didn't see it, the little bird down there? But it, no, if it's a bird, it has access to all kinds of angles that we don't have access to. That's called to. Bird's Eye View. <laughs> There's a whole podcast named There's, after him. So uh, how can we not put a video camera down it's there? It's ridiculous. So, well, because we don't want to uh, upset the refs. It's all about the refs union. It's They're very like, sensitive. They're very sensitive, it's, these it's, referees. It's, it's just like baseball. I won't take it back to baseball. Here we go. But it's, it's, it's just like ADD you, you right don't want to upset the umps. You don't want to upset the refs. Technology can solve all this, so we never need refs or umps. Let computers handle it. I spent last week at a technology show with like cameras that are in your fridge that can tell you when you need to buy milk. Yeah. If we can do that, they can go on the stupid football field. They can just put one of these at each corner of. They can put one of these on every single freaking yard line and be able to tell where the ball is. We're able to broadcast live on Facebook with crap we ordered off Amazon. The, the NFL, the biggest money maker in sports. Cannot tell when something's a touchdown or not. It's ridiculous. Maybe they need to get on Twitter more often. They need to just fix the technology. You can put a sensor on the ball. I can go to Models and buy a football 
that when I throw it, it tells me how far I threw it and how hard I threw it and probably some other stuff too. Probably arm angle and everything. I Velocity. Mean, maybe they just need to tweet out and at the NFL when they tweet out so the NFL sees it and gets the call right. Yeah. Or Snapchat. What kind of cameras does Snapchat have? You know, a few years ago, that happened in a golf game where the TV saw something that the uh, whatever you call umps in uh, in golf did not see. Officials. And someone someone emailed in and the guy had to take a stroke penalty because of what a fan wrote in. Hmm. Hmm. And they went back and checked the tape? Yeah, went back and checked it and said, sure enough, this guy's right. Well, I think we, we should. don't want that. It's got to be instant. Well, I don't mind that on the show on Section 336. If you want to write in and tell why Burton and Josh are wrong, and then we'll dock them. We'll dock their pay in the go, next episode. Go ahead. We'll, we'll bring back this segment. I love that because I do like, I pride myself on so many things that I get right on this show. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't even try. So is, is the takeaway from the Browns game that we were lucky? With the taunting in it, well, yeah, I, I mean, mean that was that was a, a terrible call. But it, there's no, it's not a guarantee that they'll throw a touchdown. But what, sure. what are we then? You have to go on a twenty-three nothing run to, um, or we, twenty-five but, nothing run to to, yeah. to, to beat I, the Browns. I think it's we got lucky. The Browns got lucky. I mean, I for I, everything that went wrong in that first half, it's it's in that first quarter, it's crazy. It counts as a win. It's ugly. In the win column, you got to take it. Uh, you know, come the end of the year, nobody's gonna, uh, nobody's gonna remember this. It's just gonna be one of the wins. While Trey Mancini just hit yes. his first career home run back to the Orioles. Yeah. I just called the dong one, one, uh, one, one time too one late. Time, that's unbelievable. Look at good Trey for him. Mancini. I know. What's that? His mother in I'm the guessing, stands? I'm guessing that is that's his mom. She's got a really orange face thanks to my TV. Or it's his wife. I, I, and she, if, if he see, really is see, forty, like you think, Bert. That, that can't be his girlfriend. No, that's got to be his mom. You <laughs> we, see, we don't want to speculate. Who see, knows? If we had the sound on the television, somebody would be able to tell us. You know, somebody in the chat room is actually watching the game tell us. Pre-game Bucks, but good for Trey pre-game Bucks said, I'm putting Trey Mancini in the lineup because this team needs a spark. Yeah, there's that, that's, there a, that's a spark. Well, he's joined the club of the team that has only solo home runs. Meanwhile, Buck, <laughs> Buck shows no expression and just leans on. And Look, he's getting a curtain call. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And if you're keeping track at home, this is his first career Trey, game. Trey Mancini, his first career game. Trey Mancini now has more RBIs than Caleb Joseph. Ouch! Ouch! Zing. Mm. Back to the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, a win's a win. I'll take it, especially against a division team on the road, two and zero to start the season. Well, and and you think back to 2015 when we lost by six points to the Broncos in the first week. Then we lost by like four to two of the Raiders. Then a couple weeks later, we lost to the Browns by three points. All those close losses. And we kept on saying, well, we're so close. Yeah. Just one play could have gone our way. So, I mean, it's the NFL in 2016. All the t- I mean, we just saw on Sunday St. Louis beat the Seahawks. Yeah. Like, there's no guarantees. And anytime you can walk away with a win, like, you take it and you're happy about it because – I mean, it's 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 a, it's a week-to-week league where anything can happen, and so I'm certainly more than grateful to be two and zero heading to Jacksonville, a chance to go three three and zero. But again, it's not going to be easy. Jacksonville's not going to roll over for no us. No doubt, no doubt. And it's interesting the way that parity works with the NFL because I I still hold on to this mindset that you look at the schedule and the first three four weeks into the season, we've got the Bills, the Browns, the Jaguars, and the Raiders, and then the Redskins, and, my, and the Redskins after week five. 
I that's that's a five and zero start in my book. Right. But then you got to take into account the Ravens haven't been that good the last couple years, and those five other teams have gotten better. So not, not the skins. I don't know. I still I still maintain this mindset that it's still like 2012, and we should just roll over all these teams. But that is just isn't the case. And anymore. the Raiders are a lot better this year. And yeah. I, I guarantee almost every game will be within seven points, right? Because that's what that's the way that the league is. And just a one or two plays, sure, a turnover by Joe. It's happened before. Yeah, could cost a could be the difference between a win or a loss. Um, I, I think we ought to touch on this because of my affinity for uniforms. Matt, have you seen the uh, the uh, oh, color no. rush uniforms for the Ravens this year? They're going to wear on the Thursday night game. No, I don't really care. They they, they look just like what we always wear. Except right. like a little like flatter. I'm gonna take five minutes. It's all purple. A five minute break. Yeah, you guys purple. have a we conversation pur- we about pur- uniforms. We wear all purple all the time. No, we don't. Purple's jersey on purple pants. They've never worn that. Really? No, never. And the and all the right. numbers are gold, like flashy metallic gold. All right, you got solid gold. You gotta buy solid gold. You gotta buy one. <laughs> no, gold, Jerry. Gold. It's gold, Jerry. <laughs> I'm real close to ordering a Mosley jersey. Very close to replace my Nada. I've Nada. never, I've never owned a baseball jersey before in my life. A legitimate baseball jersey. You're getting a Tebow? Is that where you're going? You order a Tebow jersey, <laughs> number three selling. If Tebow, it's, ever, it's a Mets jersey, but if Tebow ever makes the majors, I'll buy a Tebow jersey. If Tebow was in the Orioles organization, I would have bought a Tebow jersey. Uh, oh, I, no I, doubt. I was going to say if the Orioles ever make the World Series, I'm going to get a jersey. So there's a little extra motivation for sure. the Orioles. Well, because then you who, buy who one with the World, the World Series. Series patch on. Yeah, I'll have to buy a brand new one if the Orioles go to the World Series. Yeah. Well, who, fortunately, who, who would you buy? Brian Mattis. <laughs> <laughs> I would put the patch. That on one myself. won't have the patch. I'll add it myself. Hey, here's a question: If the Orioles win the World Series, does Mattis get a ring? Was he on the team this year? He was yeah. on the team this year. Yeah. So I think he does, right? I, th- I think I think he if does. I think he does. Yes. He was on the team. Good for him. He earned it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely earned it. <laughs> yeah, about as much as you or I. I but I saw they did change. I only. Uh, the only thing I know about the uniforms is I saw they changed the Jets Bills. They made the Jets wear white. Yes, the the color, you can't you can't you can't have another incident with the colorblind people. The colorblind incident last year when you put red and green together and oh, no one yeah. can tell what's going on on the field. So we're not going to mess with anybody with our color. I wouldn't color say rush. no one. I could tell. It's just these people who have got eye disabilities. Oh, I've got a friend that can't tell. That's it, sad. That just makes yeah. me sad. Yep. Now, what happened with the rumors last year of for color rushed Ravens uniform is Maryland flag. Oh yeah, that that didn't come to yeah, fruition. That who, got shot down. Who designs the color rush uniforms? Uh, is it really that hard to design? You just say, "What's their team bank color? Purple? All purple?" Oh, is it just colors? Is there any change in like the no. the raven or anything? No, no, it's no. it's all purple. It's just the color. It's, it's oh, just a bright it's, purple. All right, the bills. Yeah. We can Here. choose red or blue. Let's go with red. Okay. I mean, it's, I mean, I guess you same helmet. Yeah. Yeah. Which okay. which if you're gonna change something with the Ravens uniform. Can we please have matte helmets instead of instead of the the shiny? Yeah, I saw I really, was tweeting that. I really week. want a matte helmet. Oh, because the Vikings have it. Yeah, the Vikings. The Vikings have it without any gloss. Oh, like old school? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It looks nice. Yeah. Kind of like a batten helmet. I like the Jaguars, where if you look at it from the back, it's gold, but if it's on the front, it's black. Yeah, yeah. Those are nice. It transitions. But, yep. I thought it transitions whether they're in a good or bad mood. Now, wouldn't that be cool? Mood helmets, <laughs> mood yeah. helmets, where Joe, when Joe or, gets frustrated, or it just, changes to black, or just like hit points, like it stays one color. And when you, get oh hit, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a great like, idea. Well, like those shirts where you would uh, sweat and it would change colors. Yeah, yeah. Like, or like a, when you get hit with a paintball. Exactly. When you get tackled, <laughs> paintball jerseys. <laughs> 
These I can are, get behind that. These are great ideas. We should be on the uniform committee for the NFL or something. Under Armour should be signing us to a uh, deal. Yeah. To a, a uh, like a, de- a development deal. Yes. Except instead of developing us, we're developing them. <laughs> what, what's it uh, like? A research? I forget what. What do you call that department? R and D. Research yeah, and yeah, development. development. That—that's what we can handle for for uniform companies. All right, um, you, we could make an impact in baseball. I'm sure. Absolutely, too. absolutely. Bring back the stirrups, the, t- the long socks. That were that's where and I start. A, at least once a year, uniforms of the future. No more jammy pants. And Rick Porcello, I would find him until he washes his hat. Yeah, that's his hat right. is gross. Yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> That'd be the first thing. If I was commissioner of, of baseball, the first thing I would do is I would I would um, expel. David Ortiz from baseball. I, and then I would tell Rick Purcell, if you uh, want to pitch again, you have to wash your hat. And then what's the guy that cut up the jerseys? Chris Sale. Chris Sale. I would oh, make yeah. Chris, Chris Sale, Sale play in the cut-up shredded jersey. Yeah. Sew them back together yourself. Hey, uh, I guarantee that if somebody made Rick Purcell wash his hat or wear a new hat. He'd lose a game. He would not be as good as he is. Yeah. it's Because it's, it's, it's mental. They're it's all superstition. nutcases. Superstition. Baseball is way more superstitious than anything. They're all nut jobs. <laughs> they are. <laughs> And mostly unintelligent nut jobs. Yeah. Well, like Pineda, if you watch this hat, you'd find a whole glob of pine tar under there. Yeah. Someone needs to wash that hat, too. Wash your hats, people. <laughs> I do it all the time. Right. Rub, rub your balls in mud and wash your hats. <laughs> if you learned any lessons from 336 today. We're, we're dropping lessons all the time. Uh, dropping knowledge. All right. Let, let's go. Just, we got we to gotta get moving here. Uh, three up, three down, and then we'll get out of here. But let's first do this three it's up, three down. It's now time for three up and three down. This is the part of the show where we tell three things that are going well and three things that are sinking fast. First, let's start with three things that are going well. Ooh. I always like to end the show on a down note. So let's start with three things that are going well. All right. Uh, I didn't write anything down, so I'll start with Trey Mancini, who just hit his first career home run, That's a great and his major league debut is very uh, his second at bat hits a solo home run. The Orioles are currently losing two to one at the time of this recording, so I'll go with that up. Yeah, that's a good up. My up is September Sundays. The fact that we get to watch the Ravens and the Orioles at the same time—that's great. And so far, we're two for two. Both That's Sundays true. in September, they, they have both the home teams have won. But my fantasy team has lost the first two weeks. I cannot get the trifecta. Cool. I've I, been wanting the trifecta, baby. Uh, I had a good win this week. Took down Matt's team, who may never win a game this year. We we may go winless. I, I might. Adrian Peterson was my guy, and even when he played in week mm. one, he was terrible. Yeah, well, my, Adrian Peterson, he's over the hill a little bit, right, as a running back? My, my, I'm afraid that's the yeah. case. My guy's Gronk, and that's not working this year. My uh, my my up for the week, and this could be the up for pretty much every week for the rest of our lives. And this could be um, also maybe next week or the week after. We need to get into a OMVP debate. Debate the Orioles' most valuable player, sure, which I think is fascinating this year because I think there are about five guys you could say Michael Bourne, the MVO, <laughs> the MVO, most valuable Oriole. Yep, uh, I know <laughs> Bert's going with this. No. Says Bud Norris is no longer an option. He'll have to go with Michael Bourne. I'm not uh, serious. <laughs> I'm going with um, not as my MBO, but as my up for the week, Zach Britton, because he's always just always amazing. Sure, his his ERA is down under six to point five nine. Uh, he's forty five for forty five in saves. Yep, it's just it's so unbelievable to be what a, to have a ninth inning that you know it's going to be. What's what's his WAR rating? What is WAR when every game you play and the team wins? Yeah, I mean it's all it's high leverage situations right. always right. plays. Yeah, I can find that out for you. But 
in all fairness, if it wasn't for Michael Bourne, that safe streak <laughs> would be over. That's yeah. true. That that's, was, that's true. That was the clo- well. That must have been the closest it's been all year, right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Well, yeah, it's like it's like an inch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. get any closer than that. That's pretty cool. I, I was sure that one of you guys was going to say you're up with Denny's and getting those coupons on Friday night. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I got two. I only got those once this year. I still haven't used my coupon from the last time I got a coupon. There. Yeah, I was with you when we got them last time, but I lost them. So I'm not losing these ones I got uh, on Friday night, no doubt. Pedro Alvarez, we didn't even talk about him. Guy who only plays one game a week, but he's got 20 home runs. Yeah, why doesn't he play more? Because he can't hit lefties. Why doesn't yeah. Kim play more? Yeah, but even he can't hit lefties. But sometimes they they don't even play when they play lefties. Yeah, I mean we only face like two to three yeah, lefties a week. Expanded rosters. Yeah. yeah. Two two point one. Two point one is his war. Yeah. And what's good one? Uh, well, no zero. Like it's above replacement. Anything above. Okay. Zero. Yeah. Right. You're right. So above zero. So okay. So he's two. Yeah. That sounds pretty good. It doesn't really make sense to me. So he's gotten us two wins. All right. Whatever. I don't know. Right. Exactly. I, We're right. He's gotten us two more wins than your two, average. Two more wins. Than average, the average closer. Which which doesn't make any sense. I don't. I don't really follow. Whatever. War. That's a conversation for another time. Yeah. Jacob Rocks. War. Is, Joey Rickard is, is the OVP for? this year. He can be the OVP. Who? It's the question is who's Joey Rickard. <laughs> right. He can. What's that? Or, Oriole valuable player he's the uh no, mvo is what we're looking for uh, maybe he's the mvoa the, the most valuable oreo in april he is the uh right. mvrf s most valuable royal farm spokesman but even that's not no, true tucker's better than justin him. tucker is T- tucker just did that like <laughs> rap rap new commercial tucker's killing it he's uh he's i don't know what royal farms is doing it is doing but tucker's killing it the, but those are got to be the two most awkwardly smiling white guys in any television commercial they, they, <laughs> they could almost be brothers in those commercials we also uh, got to vote in the chat room for brad brock which is brad brock sure. yeah. first half most valuable oriole maybe second half not so much oh we'll, but he's uh, been good lately yeah good we'll, lately. we'll get he had a bad two three weeks yeah. there we'll get yeah. to the mvo in a few weeks yep maybe next week jumping the gun here jumping the gun what's your what's your three down Three down, three yeah, strikes. I, I just come up with one down, then you guys come up with other downs. So three don't up, ask three me down. What my three right, downs are. Right. Just ask me what one of my what my one down is. All right, what's your one down? Again, you can see this all the time, but I think it, it's worth repeating how despicable, how disgusting, how barbaric, how savage like Boston fans are. Ooh, that's what I was gonna lean towards in my down. They're the worst. They're just the worst people ever. Representing the city of champions. This right here is a home run. Boston. Got the whole entire city on my back right now. And I ain't never been the type to ever back down. You can turn that off anytime you want. I'm just glad you didn't play Sweet Caroline. Nah. Well, we, 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 we made it the entire episode without talking about David Ortiz. The so down, the down part about that is, in my opinion, the, you have to be mad that the Red Sox are good this year. Because... It's every other year they're in last place. Right. Last year they were terrible, so there were no Red Sox fans at Camden Yards. And this year they're good, and right. you know they're making what was already a bad attendance issue with the Orioles even worse now because the stadium is more than half full with Red Sox fans. And we didn't really talk about it, but Boston's the Red Sox are really good. Yeah, that yeah. lineup is well, and they're incredible. they're going to win the World Series. They're, they're quick. It's going to be Red Sox Cubs. It's yeah. going to be a great series. It's well, going to be Wrigley Field versus Formerly <laughs> Park stadiums awesome. that are over a hundred years old against each other. As long as Boston can keep it up, because they were not that good earlier in the season. But they yeah, they hit their stride. Price has turned around. Yeah, they've, they've hit Porcello their stride now. That that lineup is uh, insane. It, it's, if you're good now team. in late September, chances are you're going to stay good. 
Nobody's, nobody's dropping off in the last week of the season when they have a four-game lead in the American League East. Yeah, they're going to be tough to beat in the series. They're going to be hard. Yeah. It's going to be good. Yeah. Gonna well, be good. we got to hope is that the Blue Jays keep falling off and that they have to come to Baltimore for a wild-card game. That's our best chance. We right. go to right, Toronto. Right now, we have the, I believe we have the tiebreaker over uh, the Blue Jays. As of now, but we got three As of games now, against them. but we got them. three games, right. Yeah. Right. So. Not going to be pretty. <laughs> We haven't even made the playoffs yet. We're already losing (laughs) to Toronto in the in the wild card game. I love it. My uh, my bad for the week is Hansu Kim. No. Yeah. Because you noticed it at the game yesterday. Getting awesome catch against the wall. They changed his theme song. song. This is not his walk up music anymore. Someone made a mistake in the booth. He went up. Three twice. At ba- three, twice, at least twice. twice. Two at bats, then I probably left the game. He went out <laughs> multiple times, not to this song. Maybe the normal guy was sick and didn't know his button. I think it was just a mistake. Next time he plays, we're gonna we're gonna find out. <laughs> that button's just on a loop, like a never-ending loop, because we enjoy it so much. I don't think he really get got. Is I think he did. Song. I don't know. I think he learned English and picked a it was song an, with some English words. What song words. was it? It was an English song. Oh, uh, I was I was looking it up at the game. I'd, I'd find it now, but it might not be the right thing. Uh, I, I'm going to go with my down here, and I'm going to take it right out of a question from the chat room. Uh, the question was posed: Is Royal Farms chicken real fast? Or real fresh, <laughs> and uh, and as a as a person who frequents the Royal Farm store, oh, this can't be a real bad, really. I would say it's never both. It's never both because I've gone in there to get the chicken before, and it's sitting there in the tray. Who knows how long it's been sitting there? But I get it real fast, knowing that it's not real fresh. Or you go in there and the chicken tray is empty, and you have to wait, <laughs> so it's not real fast. But you know it's real fresh because they're just now get, took it out of the uh, oven or whatever they cook chicken in, bake the, the fryer, chick, the yeah. fryer, the deep fryer. Yeah. Either way, it's always delicious. <laughs> wink, wink. I love Royal Farms, <laughs> except their candy's overpriced. If you're going with candy, you got to go to Walgreens. Is there a difference so, so in prices between Royal Farms? I thought all candy was the same. I thought all candy was like a dollar fifty. No, but at That's Walgreens you can get like movie theater sized boxes of candy, like three for three dollars. Whereas you go to Royal Farms and you want to get a big bag of like chewy Jolly Ranchers and it's like two ninety nine for one bag. Yeah, like I'm, give me a break. I'm going to Walgreens. I'm more of a Rite Aid guy myself. So then, so then Ooh, really, Rite Aid's even worse. So what was your you bag? Must not be a Rite Aid member. Uh, that that Royal Farms chicken <laughs> is neither real fresh and real fast or real fast and real fresh. It's either one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what happens when I don't prepare. <laughs> Thank you, Jacob Rock, for providing my three down. <laughs> and being a loyal 336er. Did you say you were bad, Josh? Yeah, my bad is the walk-up song. Oh, yeah, the walk-up I was song. looking for Hansu Kim's. I had it uh, yesterday. I was Googling, and I thought I found it, but I couldn't find His it. His new tonight. one? His new one's it's lame. terrible. I don't. I'm, I will never go to an Oriole game again unless they change. Is this it why people aren't going to the games? That's anymore? why. That's exactly why. Because <laughs> they're afraid that he was traded. Now that he has changed his song, I think walk up music. Could that be why fans aren't showing up? We didn't. We touched on that. We should have touched on that. Hey, the, the uh, why fans are angry. Walk up music. Speaking of attendance, the three of us are going Saturday night. Yeah, it's Orioles hoodie night. Uh, it's our last regular season game that the three of us are going to be at. Yeah. Hopefully, if we get a home uh, playoff game, we can attend more than one of those. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, if any three thirty sixers are going to be there, you know where to find us. Not in section three three six, probably in three three four. 
Oh yeah, this is it. Yeah, this is, this is Hunsu's walk-up song. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, it makes no sense. Well, I mean, Hyunsoo Kim, he's a bit of a character, I think. Who are right? those girls singing? It is a it is a group called uh, Fifth Harmony. Okay. With Kid Ink. Mandy's in the other room joking, so apparently it's a popular song. Yeah, I've, I've heard the song before. You guys don't know who Fifth Harmony is? Yeah, I heard it last night. Hansu Kim went up, and I said, what is going on? Give it to me, I'm worth it. I said, who's pinch hidden? Give yeah. it to me, I'm worth it. Uh, is he trying to ask for like a contract extension or something? See, I thought maybe he was he was using it uh, kind of to, to speak out at all the fans who did not want him early in the season. Who dives in the first base? Man ha- Machado. Haven't, haven't we learned as, as like a society that diving <laughs> into first base is slower than running your hard? I know Manny doesn't run hard, but running hard to first base hey, that's is some, always smarter than diving into first well, base. It's the heard, most effort he's ever shown. You yeah, know, maybe you know who dove in the first place? Brian, Brian Roberts. Roberts. Maybe you heard the criticism, and he said, "Here, I'm going to prove him wrong." It, it, it looks like I hustle. In. It looks like I hustle if I dive into first, guys. You guys see me get dirty? <laughs> give it, it to like me. I'm worth it. Yeah, maybe he wants. To, maybe he said to the ump, "Give it to me. I'm worth it." I dove. I, I think. I think every Oriole player should use that as their walk-up song. That fifth harmony song sounds like. Let me clear my throat. Good thoughts, Bert. Good thoughts. Uh, <laughs> Have good thoughts. Good thoughts. Good thoughts. No bad thoughts. No bad thoughts. Only good thoughts. Cool story, bro. All oh, right. speaking of cool story. Oh, yeah, the story. I took baby Alvi to the game on Monday night. We were leaving the ballpark, walking past Raven Stadium, and some creepy guy pulled up in a car next to us and said, Hey, hey, does your son have a baseball? <laughs> I said, no. He's like, does he want one? I said, okay. He's like, come here. And so he stole your kid. We <laughs> approached the window. This is how. Yeah, this, this is, is not how. What to, this is how you your lose kid. your kid. Hey, I got candy. Hey, I got a baseball. Come All right. Here, kid. Was he wearing a clown mask? He was a, a overweight guy with a beard, gray hair. <laughs> Santa Claus. <laughs> uh, standard run of the mill. Uh, 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 you know, sex offender. <laughs> <laughs> when you think of sex offender, you think of this guy, and. Uh, who, and who, who's so, asking so, if your son wants a ball. He so pulled so out a so giant. Naturally, you walked right up to the car. Of course, <laughs> holding my son inches away from this man, and uh, he pulls out a giant red sack and uh, hands us a baseball, and did we you, say thank you very much, and we walk away. Did you just interact <laughs> with Santa Claus? Ball back, ball back, ball back, ball back. I think he might have been the baseball Santa Claus. That's amazing. Yeah. So he we got a baseball. Always carries around a, ba- a sack full of balls. Is that his deal? I thought he might have been like one of the ball hawks, but he was way too older and bigger to be one of those guys right. like we've had on our show. Couldn't run around and, and get mad at the people in their way. <laughs> yeah. Now, did Couldn't you ask? Chubbed in the back. Did you ask him if the if the baseball was made with and rubbed with Delaware mud? No, but I I will be it honest was, with you. It was you. rubbed in something. Before before uh, he handed the ball right to my son. And then as he pulled away, I grabbed it out of his hands and I smelled it. <laughs> I just want to, I don't know. What's that supposed to do? I don't know, but if it was, if it had some kind of foul odor, I didn't want to keep it. <laughs> I seriously did. I did do that. And so he sniffed his ball. What did it smell like? It smelled like a baseball. It smelled like Delaware mud. Right. But if it smelled like, you know, like he like had been sitting on it or something. <laughs> you think you would smell <laughs> that? <laughs> I mean, if he had been sitting on it, 
I feel like it would have a distinctive smell. Well, it would at least be uncomfortable. It would be smelly. <laughs> so weird. I was a condensed part story time to end out the show. Yeah. Make sure you tune in to the end of the show because you never know what oh. I'm going to drop at the end every week. <laughs> we almost missed that story. That's so great. <laughs> I'm glad we got that in. Oh, man. Uh. Sex offenders and sniffing balls. That's a great way to end the show. <laughs> wow. All right, boys and girls. Thanks for listening. If you haven't written us a review on iTunes, what are you doing? Seriously. Write us a review on iTunes already. Review Say, my story. You know we're awesome. You don't have to use specifics about Bert's story in the review. No. <laughs> But go ahead and give us a nice five-star review. Hey, for the uh, people listening on uh, Facebook, what, what's the name of this episode? Delaware Mud, We Hate the Orioles, They're All Nut Jobs, or come up with something about Bert sniffing balls. <laughs> right, what, do you, stay, what do you want the show to be called? Let's, let's, let's steer away from that one. Thank you. Yeah. You can like us on Facebook as well. We have a Facebook page. We're live every Tuesday at 730 on Facebook, so join the chat at Facebook. You got it. Facebook.com slash section 336. I know, I, I know I got it. I'm just going on the next thing. I'm just I'm giving a pause so fans, so 336ers can just take it in. You got to get this out before we detour again. The song's almost over a second time. Guys, I'll get there. Just All right, can you let me get there? You can also like our Instagram. You can also like us on Twitter at section 336 the show. 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 There's no the section 336 show. We're not a video game. We should add the. I still think we should add that, but whatever. It's too many letters. We, we'd run out of that 144 or you, whatever. You hear real Twitter, twi- uh, that Twitter's changed now. The the pictures do not not do not count nor, the 144. Nor do the the names. The at section 336 is not count Ooh, as do hashtags as characters. Hashtags do. Oh, okay. But not people. Not the. Because uh, whenever tag I do, names. whenever I'm promoting the T-shirt, do that hashtag make Baltimore great again. It, that's a big chunk of hashtags. Yeah, or sometimes you're having like conversation with four different people, and you can only write like. You're right. You're right. That, that, that is so annoying. So names don't matter anymore. No, they don't. All right, good. All right. Time for more Twitter focus, arguments. Focus, people. Stay focused. We gotta get out of here. I'm trying to drag it out for this trumbo at bat, and the Red Sox just want to slow it down more. That's all right. I just want to go home. You can follow me on Twitter at section three three six. You can follow Bert at Bert Brody. You can follow Josh at Josh Soroka. Thanks for listening, boys and girls, and as always. Go O's. Section 336 is a affiliate of 24-7 Networks. Find Section 336 on utahstreetreport.com. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.